What is up, everybody? This is Brad with Three Stars Podcast. Woo! Samantha's laughing at me right now like that's not enthusiastic you, enough. <laughs> or I'm, Are you trying to sound enthusiastic? <laughs> I'm trying really hard. Everybody. I am, I am so. Everybody in the club, good tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> I am so tired right now. We are all exhausted. all exhausted. I think we all just put in a lot of hours this last Bill's week. Bill's sleeping on the microphone. I'm not asleep. <laughs> He's just leaning forward real He's hard. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, if Bill does the uh, if Bill does like the right sound effects, we could all fall asleep from like ASMR or whatever. Oh, you are. <laughs> I was just thinking like whale sounds. Humpback whales. <laughs> ocean sounds. Humpback. Humpback. All right. Say hi, everybody. Hi. Hi, everybody. All right. Okay. So we're going to do some talking right now. Um, <laughs> about, some, to? about some stuff. Uh, <laughs> about some stuff. Uh, we're going over our list of ideas for half shots. And Bill actually brought one up that wasn't on the list. It's Make sure list. before you listen any farther, further, any more. I, was, I heard further. farter. So. Before you listen, farter. <laughs> Make sure you like and share uh, this half shot in all of our episodes that you listen to. We're going to be talking about cocktails and specifically, Bill said, batch dependency. Bill, what do you mean by batch dependency? Uh, it's, I mean, you just don't, you don't know what's in the cocktail. You wouldn't be able to make that cocktail on the fly like if you ran out of batch. Like you ran out of batch and you 86 it even if you have the ingredients like in on hand. So like the bartender... Right. Is knows how to pour three ounces of the of the batch cocktail, but doesn't know what's in the batch. Yeah, I'm dealing with that now at the new place where I just started. Yeah, or like, or I like, feel like a bill. I keep saying the new place that I started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rough out there. Um, no, oh, I forgot. I lost my train of thought. Um, or like not being able to make like classic cocktails, you know, or like sub and bases, like we were saying, like mm -hmm. with the closing argument versus the last word. I actually, I, I made that cocktail up. I invented it, so <laughs> I did not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like I, uh, I, I deal with this a lot. I, I think we've all, you know, worked behind a bar or actually I think that Samantha has even been serving and has had to settle disputes amongst bartenders on how to make a cocktail oh yeah or uh, uncle google that's, or that's what I or do. they will ask how something is made and the bartender doesn't know but samantha will know yeah right <laughs> um you said I, that we used to have rolodexes back there so we could, right we would have to just go yeah or friday's the the tj friday's yeah. recipe book for any of our cocktails was back there and it also that, had yeah. A whole bunch of other cocktails in there, like you know, kamikazes and lemon drops, and at least those were the the Friday's specs. Yeah. Um, nowadays, and actually, we talked about this uh, way back in season one with Sean Kenyon about how they have a bunch of bar books back behind the bar at Williams and Graham. Yeah. And there was the one review from uh, Mr. Peanut where he made a comment <laughs> about the bartender having to look up the recipe for a. Well, we ended up finding out it was very naked and famous. Um, naked and afraid. <laughs> which, and the, the naked and famous is is actually, because there are so many similar cocktails following that recipe standard, you can tend to screw up 
Yeah. Wait, was it yellow chartreuse or green that's, chartreuse? I was, I was gonna ask. I was like, that's the one with the yellow chartreuse. That's it, the question right. I was gonna ask. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and it can, you know, it can mess you up when you're trying to remember. And and anyone, I think, I think from a guest perspective, a guest should never make fun of a bartender, I think, for not knowing a recipe. Correct. I don't think the same thing amongst bartenders. No, I know, absolutely. Or like, I don't know. I think you shouldn't make fun of them because there are a lot of green bartenders out there. I, I there know, most of know. them. We're a dying breed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was actually, um, I was thinking how I've kind of, in my years, uh, I'm finally growing up a little bit in terms of not being such a gatekeeper for bartending. Yeah. You know, like I used to be like, oh, you want to be a bartender? You know, you're you're not gonna you know you're not gonna cut it, right? And people used to say that about me. Yeah, and that's until like, I proved myself. Yeah, that was the tough love that we came up with in, but that's not the world we live in anymore. No, oh, no. and I also think that, no. and I want I want to be like I I said I've said this before. Like it, that's the sign of a of a shitty bartender if they're like cutting you down. Like if they're talking trash a little bit, like come yeah, on, that's, that's one, one thing. thing. But right. if like if they're just legit being pricks, like. I don't like that. I want I want to like grow my brethren and sistren and yeah, and I I, I feel <laughs> as though what have you? I, I, it actually a lot of this happened in my time since leaving the airport. Yeah, because back out at the airport. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> a a we, year later, where we worked was hostile though. Like yes, it, it wasn't a but a, it, an area. But of it wasn't growth, just like you know honestly, I mean? like that place too. That was competitive. In a uh, good way, I think, like it, amongst the bartenders, for the most part. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think anyone actually grew from it, right? That's the downside. Like com- competition is good as long as you, like you get people to, to grow from it, but I don't think anyone actually grew from that level of competition. And a lot of that was like, "Yo, I'm doing all the work here, right. and, and you're just sitting there talking to one you person." Get a fucking clock in or what? Right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of like, you know crushing and ringing in the sales and all that kind of stuff. Like back to the batch conversation, it also I think is a thing for guest perception. And I think like combining batches is another thing. Like I do that at one of my gigs. So it's like, you know, three and a quarter of this first batch and then bitters and then two ounces of this next batch. You know what I mean? And so like unless I've built those batches, I don't know. But I also have recipe guides for all of these cocktails hanging around, you know? Like, right. So it's like a bartender's secret. I shouldn't be saying that, but, like, it's. I think it's a total hack to just be able to, like, oh, that's what that recipe is. Just have it, like, everywhere, you know? Right. I, mean? I think it's brilliant because yeah. then – So for those of you that, that didn't see that, that was, that was a visual that Bill did <laughs> where he leaned back – and uh, where you work right now, like the the recipes are like kind of on the pole, right? Yeah, on the like back there's side a of the pillar, pole. And right? Like on the other side of the well too. Like I don't want to be giving away trade secrets or anything, but it's like <laughs> with some of the cocktails are really involved. But I can just kind of look around if I forget or again. if I'm out of the bag. <laughs> Every movement away from the microphone, that's what he's doing. Yeah, that's, when you hear Bill I, do this, that's that's right. He's looking <laughs> at the imaginary pillar. And I, I guess you, you, I mean you see me there in that place, and yeah. I think it's a, a good idea to have. Oh, absolutely. Shit, you know what I mean? Like that's I'll probably steal that for debriefing cocktails. You know. Well, we did that at Wincoop also, where we had them uh, on the side of the service well, and we also had them on the pillar uh, back behind, so that. 
if you needed to look something up real quick, there it it's was. It's a lot Especially, faster than like having to pull out a fucking yeah. recipe book or a But those egg. were our house cocktails. Those right. weren't necessarily like, it, it wasn't just like every recipe Cocktail written on the right. pillars. Well, because you can't do that. And that's the point, right? I like, think that'd be awesome, actually. Just your, like, that's the aesthetic that's, of your place is just recipes all over the walls. That's a really that good idea. That would be kind of cool. I like it. That's okay. ours, guys. Nice try. Yep. Can't steal it. Can't use it. It's trademark. You heard yep, it here first. You heard it first. I, what I was going to say about uh, about the airport, though, where we worked was even though there was competition there, especially having worked out on the street, and some of those bartenders have never worked out on the street. They By only, the street, he means Colfax. Yeah. They only worked in airport bars. And so they never learned a lot of the party shots right. or, you know, anything's out there. And some of it was they would learn the cocktails that were on their recipe uh, or, or on their menu and then that was pretty much like it. I always, I always say that's a good place to start. When, and maybe a riff. Yeah, when when you're like start, like starting a new place, you learn the house cocktails first. But like your base knowledge of cocktails should just always be growing, right? Like absolutely. Well, look if you think about it, you know, at, at any given point, um, a well-seasoned bartender can you know whip out over a hundred recipes just off the cuff. Yeah, we right? should we should do a cocktail book. You a, think a riff on a classic, a, a riff on a riff on a classic. <laughs> we could even call it riff. Yeah, riff raff. <laughs> um, so the thing about batches that I really wanted to mention was where I'm working now. We have our and it actually says it's like the batch recipe and then the individual recipe. So if you don't know it, you can look up the individual recipe or like if, if someone forgot to make enough batch or you run out or whatever, you can look it up. So make a batch on the fly. So like it, a it helps batch, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but not every place does that. There's just the batch and that's it. And then every time you make the batch, you actually go back to the recipe because you're like, wait, was it a liter of this? Yeah. Or and that's so stressful for me. <laughs> like, and I like, uh, we're like, we do milliliters a lot. Because yeah. old boys from fucking Brazil, and I'm like, uh, how does that convert into? Like- so, we have on our menu uh, a drink that we're missing one ingredient, so no one's batched it, and I and I'm brand new, and someone orders it, and I didn't realize that we don't have it, and I look at it, and I was like, oh, well swap out this one ingredient for something similar yeah and i can still make you one yeah right and i did and what do you know this is the best one i've ever had well it fucking works <laughs> right i mean the the and the cocktail is essentially it's like a split base and if uh manhattan and an old-fashioned fucked right right mm. and the drink was great like it, it's a it's a great idea for one but they were basically we didn't have Calvados, and so I used the cognac instead. Right, and easy enough, and it was done, and the person was happy. I, okay. I was just talking. No one else knew to do that. Right, I was just. I just said the other day, like I was having a similar conversation. I said, like you aren't gonna make a ton of rusty nails, but when. It, the time comes that fucking old man comes and orders a rusty nail. You better know how to make it, and yeah. Because like, those are the guys that are gonna tip you a hundred bucks. You and know, <laughs> that's because those are the classic drinks. They've been around yeah. forever. Yeah. So yeah, you should know how to make that one. Well, and the rusty nail though was also one of the. I, it's one of the ones I list as like a VFW drink. Yeah. Right. It's it's like, really good. It it is really it's good, really but no one good. would ever think to drink it. 
like now some people would, but but honestly, yeah, like you're only finding drambuie now at cocktail bars where you used to find right. it at Everywhere. every bar just covered because in dust. it was yeah because it was yeah. the same bottle that had been there since they opened. I want to do a riff on rusty nail. I want to do a rusty nine inch nails. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Would you use like ninety nine bananas in it? Or? Oh fuck. What about, <laughs> what about an Ohakan nail? Yeah. Oh, that might be really good. That might be really good too. Um, I just sorry, I just panicked. You just said ninety nine bananas and I just like froze like a deer in the headlights. Uh so I mean I guess ultimately the the point of this is that a good bartender needs to grow beyond their menu cocktails to get a little bit more uh knowledge in spirits and cocktails. Yeah. So that you you can make a variation if necessary or you know you can say well i'm out of one of the ingredients or i'm out of the batch but i know the recipe breakdown in my head right Which whether you, you it's like two one one or like, two three quarter three quarter, yeah. quarter or you know three quarter three quarter three quarter three quarter or whatever it is i mean the recipes nowadays are very formulaic yeah like i i always default to like three quarter three quarter two ounces like for like if i'm making like well it'd be a traditional sour yeah but uh th there is variances that's usually what i have to check i'm like fuck is it a quarter ounce less of this like because mm -hmm. i'm putting something else in there you know like because you want consistency as well yeah well and you definitely that's why the batch and you, you know? definitely want it to be um you want it to taste good right yeah. like to I, I think it was um again it was sean kenyon who had said when he was on the episode you know don't use a half an ounce when a bar spoon will do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And a bar spoon is a very unique measure because, I mean, I think, Bill, you have like four different bar spoons here and yeah. none of them are the same size. Yeah. <laughs> so it's totally it's totally uh, bar dependent. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like that, though. That gives it a little bit of uniqueness. You know, like, that, like if it calls for a bar spoon, yeah. a fucking ladle, you know. <laughs> hey, well, you're a deep breathing <laughs> cocktail, so welcome to the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's like those like those uh, videos that you see on TikTok now of the women being like, yeah, I only have one glass of wine a night. And it's this huge yeah. bowl yeah, glass and it, the whole bowl. bottle fits in it. <laughs> I have a fishbowl here. Do you? Do you really? I haven't made a cocktail in it yet. Uh, we'll have to do a fishbowl cocktail day. Uh, that's for another episode, though. Yeah. Um, I think. Probably I th batch it. Yeah, I think ooh, that would be a good idea. <laughs> if you batch it, it's free. Oh, lordy. I think that batch cocktails are great. Um, and to to come alongside both of you, I think that there Whoa. are lots of bartenders out there who've been bartending for a long time, but they don't know everything. And well, for no, them to... Nobody knows everything. Right. But I mean... They even, stagnate. Even in the sense of where you used to work, those a good chunk of those guys don't work street side they've right. never worked downtown and so they have no idea how to make you know the purple hooter or the the nuts and berries and which oh, i haven't had one of those in forever yeah no shit so good but you know it's it's never a bad thing to not know how to make something and to look at the recipe that is there i mean that's how we all learn and i think that's a good thing for every bartender to do is to just be open to learning more you know, especially yeah. with the way cocktails change nowadays. Yeah. Well, and it's got to be okay, right? Yeah. Like we we all have to accept that. I mean, look, I forget 
certain things all the time. Like we don't, I don't, I don't do tiki cocktails pretty much anywhere. Right. So if someone comes in and orders a painkiller, I'm going to look it up because I don't want to fuck it up. And there's a lot that goes into those cocktails. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you, I mean, like it's easy to fuck them up. Well, and the funny thing about painkiller is that, like, I, I again, even right now, I don't even remember everything that goes in it. It's, uh, it's like supposed to be pusser's rum. Yeah, and then uh, I know there's pineapple juice pineapple in it. juice, there's coconut milk in it. Nope. Yeah, I think it's creme de coco, oh, not creme de coco. Uh, we, we do a blend. That's about it. It's uh, coconut co- coco Lopez or coconut cream, something like that. Cream and milk. Looks pineapple really juice. Good. And like it, and the big thing that makes it is that it's supposed to get nutmeg. Nutmeg on the top, yeah, and crushed ice. Twist on the pina colada. Yeah. That's a good one for us to do, too. Yeah, so we should do that one. But Pusser's I, rum. Yeah. Pusser's or pussers? I don't even know how it's pronounced. P-U-S-S-E-R. Damn, we almost had it. We missed orange juice. Pusser's no, rum. No, I said orange juice. Didn't I? So we got pusser's rum, pineapple juice, orange juice, yeah, no, cream of coconut, Freshly uh, grated nutmeg and a pineapple wedge. Yeah, yeah, we have, we would have got there. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, and look, it, and it's important to look that up because if you don't make them every day, right? right? I'd rather it's like that's we, said, all, we said in that episode, right? Like, and that's also a cocktail you wouldn't batch because you don't want to batch your your uh, you know, mixed cocktails with. Uh, acid and cream or anything like that. I think you, it depends you, on how fast you burn. Ideally, it. you just want to you want to batch spirits. Yeah, and ideally. then add in whatever your mixers what if are. If you're burning you through that batch coconut. in a day, I think again, you could probably okay. sure. add the coconut um, the coconut cream into it and yeah. shake it, mix it. If yeah. you're a tiki bar and like your number one seller is painkiller, yeah, sure, yeah, go ahead and batch, batch that. it at the start of the day and then right. But it's it. not lasting more than three days. Yeah, because you whip shake that fucker anyways. Like, because you're yeah, that, that that's tiki cocktails are wild. I feel like like I've I've been making a lot more of them, and I'm like my arms feel it a lot more, my shoulders feel it because you got to fucking whip shake yeah. it. And I'm like, oh my god. So I actually thought, or I thought the other day that I should learn more tiki cocktails, and I was like. I look. I just Googled tiki cocktails, and I saw and this uh, top fifteen tiki cocktails everybody should know. Do you know what was on there? Singapore mm. Sling was on there. I bet it was. But Sex on the Beach was what? on there. Tiki cocktail. No, I, that, I was no. like, I was like, this is a dumb list. I yeah. think it was on Liquor.com. That could be. It. I mean, you could make it. Yeah. No. Can make it sexier on the beach. Oh, Lord. Right. Ultimately, what we're learning today is that. Even we, the grand three stars. Adequate bartenders. <laughs> still need to look stuff up. And, it, and it's okay to look stuff up, especially if, if you don't have the batch. Yeah. Right? Like it, it, and it, if you don't have the batch, that's the best time to look it up. Like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, I'm out of aviation batch. Yeah, don't I can't just, make you one. Yeah, that's, that's a yeah, bad look. Yeah, I don't like that. Right. I mean, unless you're out of like every ingredient. Yeah, ingredient. That's if you're, that's different though. If you're 86 something, you can't fucking do anything about it. Like if it's actually not in the house, then you know, oh, are uh, you gonna run to the liquor store for me, bud? You gonna watch the bar? Like fuck you. You know what surprised the hell out of me? At the two bars I worked, one a uh, a craft cocktail bar, and the other a airport airport bar. bar two shifts back to back. Do you know how to make a Long Island? Are you kidding me? No, 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 people no, ask me that. No, all no, the time. this is a guest. Get Are you out. kidding people me? People ask me that all the time. I, I was, was like, blown away. You mean a strong island? And when I told, <laughs> so when I told Colin, uh, he was like, he was like, well, 
at least someone here knows how to make a Long Island. And I was, and I was like, Ooh. what does that mean? Oof. So he had come in with a bunch of his friends because it was a friend's birthday the night, the night before. So he wasn't working, right? He was just there to, to be a guest. And his friend ordered a Long Island. And he's like, and what came out? was not a fucking Long Island. He's like, and so now I'm going to have to spend time training the bartenders on what goes in a Long Island iced tea. Yeah. Uh, that's a different, the that's a different half shot. Yeah. I think it's really funny. Cause I, I, I make, I make Texas teas usually anytime I, I put tequila in it. Well, that's not a Texas tea though. Well, so that was a Texas tea, right. That's how I make my Long Island. So, so. I was, I was right there with you, <laughs> um, until I did the bar five day and the, history of the long island came up and there stood dale DeGroff telling us the entire history and that the original recipe did have tequila in it yeah really yeah wow called it yeah. called it up to that point i was like i was no. one of those diehards yeah Absolutely it does not, not have tequila that's crazy yeah i thought texas tea got bourbon I thought it might, but no. I thought I it was whiskey because it's Texas. I don't care. I my Long Island's get tequila. That's that's the moral of the story. Ever so since you then, put every single spirit in it. All the vodka, clear gin, ones. rum, tequila, triple sec. Wow. That's how I train people too. It's all your clears. Like that's why you can just grab all the bottles with two hands and fucking. Seen well. Well, now you can't. Unless yeah, because that's the I fifth mean, bottle. Well, you can if, if you, you got, if big, you got hands, big hands. I can do it. Which I cannot. I, I can't. I can do two in each hand. Mm. All right. Well, let's not okay. brag about our showmanship. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. That'll about do it for this half shot. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you like and share this and every other half shot and full episode. And we are going to now say goodbye because we're going to run off and record the next episode. <laughs> you will also get to enjoy. Okay. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.